Hi friends, my name is Amanda Houston. I'm an entrepreneurial mom that homeschools my four amazing kids. To my husband Jason and myself, family is our favorite thing. We hope to provide some inspiration for others. So have a great day and enjoy. It's a wonderful pleasure to introduce you to my good friend, Rebecca. She's smart, funny, extremely compassionate, and understanding. Rebecca is a homeschool mom of four. She has a love of reading, which has turned into a part-time at-home business for her, being an us-born and more consultant. Rebecca is a lot of fun to talk to, and I think you will soon realize why she is such a good friend. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Can you hear me okay? I can. And can you hear me? I can hear you very well. Good deal. Awesome. Are you getting sunshine? No. We did this morning, but it's turned into a cloudy, dreary, looks like it's going to rain sort of day. Oh, we're still in sunshine, but it's very windy. It's very windy. We don't have the wind today. Thankfully. Goodness. Okay. So I have already given you a little bit of a brief intro when I started the podcast, but do you want to take the chance or the opportunity and share a little bit more about you and your family? Sure. I can do that. Uh, So my name is Rebecca and I have four kiddos that are 14, 11, nine, and seven. And we uh, live in Wisconsin and love all that the beauty of the state has to offer us here. Uh, we homeschool our four kiddos and have been doing that since my youngest was in kindergarten. And yeah, we love it. So, and then I also sell uh, Usborne books and more, and that's been a good fit for us. And my kids and I both love books and reading. So just seems to fit well with our family. Absolutely. You do. You don't even complain when it snows like a thousand feet. You're like, it's so pretty. (laughs) You do do appreciate Wisconsin. (laughs) I do. I think part of that is because I didn't grow up around here. So as my kids say, mom, you didn't have to do all this shoveling when you were little. And it's true. I didn't. Uh, But I love, I do love the beauty of the snow. And I moved north partly for that reason. And I, if if it's going to be cold in the winter, it might as well at least be beautiful outside. That's my theory. <laughs> Rather than brown and boring and ugly. Oh, Give me no the doubt. No doubt. I agree with you there. But that yeah. gets too dreary. Yeah. So, okay, you mentioned it a little bit as far as being an Usborne consultant. But besides being a mom, and if you want to expand on Usborne here, we'll talk about it later too. What other roles do you play? What other oh, hats boy. do you wear? Yeah, I feel like as a mom, you're always wearing a ton of hats. Uh, so obviously I'm a wife um, and my husband, we've just recently been talking about like what our love languages are. And so he loves uh-huh. service. And so along with mom and wife comes like housekeeper and baker and chef and all that stuff. And I, for the most part, I enjoy it. I'm not going to say I love like cleaning house but I do like the feeling of knowing I'm helping take care of my family in that way Mm -hmm. and then obviously just 
being a friend uh, with you and For other friends. Sure. And uh, in the summertime, I love getting to hang out with my friends. So I'm hopeful we'll be able to do that soon again. You know, that's awesome that you say that because myself included, I think we often bypass that as one of the roles that we play. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really, that's really cool that you said that because I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty huge actually. <laughs> and we it don't is. give ourselves credit for that. Very true. Very true. But I find that this mothering gig is hard to do on your own and even harder if you're like really on your own. So we all need moms and people that aren't moms to be able to reach out to and ask advice or just say, Hey, can you pray for me today? Can you encourage me today? Can you, whatever it is that I need that day, like just being able to have that person that you can reach out to is like, yep, I know the feeling. <laughs> We're can you right just there listen I scream and holler for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I- some of those days just, I just you don't have to read what I'm typing to you I'm just gonna vent for a while <laughs> yeah sometimes you just need that person to hear and then you're like okay I feel better now I got it off my chest and it wasn't at my kids exactly yeah. exactly yeah so they should be they should be glad that we have friends to talk to <laughs> yeah yeah I think honestly I think my my kids and my husband know and I haven't been able to talk with my friends in a while and they probably should just be like I think you need to call somebody right now, or I think you need to text somebody. I think you need somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Do it now. <laughs> okay, so moving back to just you, how do you take care of you? Because you like being a mom, taking care of a family, taking care of a house, there's a lot that goes into it. And sometimes it can be overwhelming, or even when it's not overwhelming, just, just staying ahead of it what do you do to know that you are supported by you? Yeah, good question. And honestly, it's not something I've always done well. And I I can look back on seasons of my life and just think, wow, this was overwhelming. And honestly, now that my kids are older, it's overwhelming in different ways. But when I think think your kids are, are little, little, like, it's physically hard to be able to do as much to take care of yourself. So I just want to say that if there's there's moms of littles listening, like don't feel like you can't take of your care of yourself, but know that sometimes advice other people give doesn't always fit in that season either. Or at least that's oh, how so it's true. So, so true. I feel like that's just a hard stage in and of itself. That's just the reality of it. Um, but I find now um, more and more I'm able to get some free time, which I really really enjoy. Um, and so sometimes I will just read a book. Uh, sometimes I will just sneak out in the backyard. And one of my kids bought me a hammock last year for Mother's Day. I love that. Um, I don't do that nearly as often as I should, but that's something I enjoy doing. Um, and something I enjoy doing with my family that we've just gotten back into more as the kids are getting older is being able to go on hikes and enjoy the outdoors. I'm a very much, I just need to be outside and I don't do that enough, but if I will make that a point to get outside and enjoy, I mean, like I said earlier, we live in a beautiful state. So to be able to get out and enjoy the birds and the flowers and the rivers and lakes and just all that is beautiful out in nature because it is, and there's just, 
sometimes I'll just take the kids on a hike and I'll be like, hey guys, just be quiet a minute. What do you hear? And they don't hear anything. And it's just (laughs) that peace and quiet, you know, where we might hear the birds, but sometimes it's just quiet. Where else do you get that these days? You just don't. (laughs) I know that's sometimes it's like strangely quiet. It's like, okay, make some noise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point too. Oh, go ahead. No, we went on a hike like a couple weeks ago and I, I told a friend afterwards, I said, I literally felt like I could feel myself smiling while we were hiking. Ooh. And I don't feel like we think about that a lot as a parent. I mean, we do smile. Obviously, sometimes our kids do silly things or we laugh and we have fun. But like that was one time I, I really intentionally thought I was smiling. And so I, you just, that's awesome. You have to find ways. And I think it helps to involve the family in it if you can. You know, we, I don't want to have like all of my taking care of me moments to be by myself although as an introvert I find I need some but it's nice to (laughs) be with the kids and my husband as well and I think that's important to acknowledge too and um I don't always think like that either but you're right like taking care of you doesn't have to be solo no like if we if we do go for a bike ride with me and the the kids that's that's rejuvenating to me for me but I'm not by myself mm-hmm. yeah so exactly like the hiking just not ex- especially when you can detach the normal chores that go with things like just sit down and watch a tv show with the family or whatever it might be that's mm-hmm. that's true yes very good okay I have this little game. It's a quick game. It's literally flashcards of favorite things. And so if you're good with it, I'll just like shout out these, what are your favorites? And you just answer them. Sure. Sounds good. <laughs> Get to know you. There's nothing too stressful here. Um, and then I have to do a really good job of like not talking after each one because <laughs> it's supposed to be like a round of favorites. Well, that's all right. Okay. Easy one. Probably, maybe. Favorite color? Purple. Nice. Favorite restaurant? Oh, boy. That, I feel like that should not be tough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we live in a small town. Yeah. I'm going to say our local pizza place right now. That's right. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, it's good. Um, this one might be trickier. How about favorite book? Favorite book. That is hard because I feel like I've had so many favorites over the years. Um, So I will Mm -hmm. throw out that the first favorite book I can remember is Number of the Stars by Lois Lowry. And that got me started on on, uh, um, World War II and Holocaust historical fiction kind of theme. And so I, I, right now it seems like there are tons of books coming out along that genre. And so I'm loving that. So a lot of the the newer favorites like all the light I cannot see and the nightingale um but that's it's easier for me to say a favorite genre than a favorite book that's yeah I know that's kind of a tricky question for everyone and I am going to pause right here just to throw in this comment because Loris Lowry The Giver is my all-time favorite book and I haven't read that one but I need to because obviously I like yes (laughs) yes (laughs) all right how about favorite holiday Christmas definitely Definitely. Favorite candy or candy bar? Oh, I love uh, Three Musketeers and Milky Way. Oh, nice. 
How about favorite animal? Well, a dolphin. Aww. I love these answers. How about favorite TV show or movie? Oh, boy. Uh, well, right now, my favorite TV show is probably Blue Bloods. But I was a huge CSI okay. fan when that was still on. Uh, so sometimes we watch reruns or get the old DVDs from the library. Um, Very nice. Yeah. And my favorite movie favorite sport is probably... Oh, go ahead. Favorite movie is probably While You Were Sleeping. I love Sandra Bullock. <gasps> That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Favorite sport? Favorite sport is football. To watch or to play? Both. Or both? Both. Although, both. when I was a kid, um, well, still as an adult, I am not uh, very well coordinated. And so I was teased <laughs> that I could not play sports that have a ball in them. Therefore, I ran cross country. <laughs> oh, but you've got it now. You've got it. Um, yeah, I can't really about- play them, but I do play with my kids and I love to watch. So. <laughs> Favorite flower? Uh, I love a rose that is not like a light pink rose and not a red rose, but kind of that dark pink rose. Sure. Oh, flowers are tough. I love them all. Yeah. Day of the week. Oh, that's tough. But I'll say Monday, and I'm probably abnormal here, but it's usually because you are not. <laughs> really? Oh, that's funny. No. I'm the same. I like Monday too, but why why were you going to say you like Monday? Because I generally try not to schedule anything where we leave the house on Mondays. And it just always feels like (laughs) such a nice reset after the week. And I feel like we always do our best job of school and getting our tears done. And then by Friday, it all falls apart. But Monday, Monday is a good day. (laughs) Fresh start. I agree. How about favorite sandwich? Oh, peanut butter. Just plain peanut butter. Ooh. Just plain peanut butter. Okay. Favorite household chore? None. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, uh, that's it's probably laundry. Like, I don't mind laundry. It's better than scrubbing and cleaning and stuff like that. <laughs> favorite season? Uh, spring. Come on, Miss Wisconsin gal. I love spring. spring. It's been a spring yeah not too rainy and pretty nice and warm so but not hot yet like hot okay so i shuffle these cards in between each person and your final question is your favorite pair of shoes oh that's funny uh i like my good old tennis shoes because that's pretty much what i wear all the time (laughs) my kids would probably laugh and say mom it's your slippers because that's what you really wear slippers yeah (laughs) Okay, both are legitimate answers. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning a lot with that favorite game about I people. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Okay, so favorites actually leads us into more about our topics today, which we chose the love of reading and sharing and homeschooling, because those are both things that you have extreme knowledge of. So one of my questions is, You said you've been homeschooling your oldest since kindergarten, so you've always done it with the four kiddos, but did you always know that you'd homeschool, or when did you realize that you did want to try homeschooling? Yeah, good question. Uh, So I think it's something Kelly and I always talked about um, before we got married. Like, it was kind of in the back of our minds, like, this might be um, an option for us, 
and we had some really good friends that homeschooled and their their youngest now is in college and they're I know that their two oldest have graduated college. So they're just a few years, like kind of oh, ahead of us. Yeah. So we could kind of watch them and see how it was going. And, and we just really liked how it was working out for them and their family dynamics. And so then we, um, at their advice and some other friends' advice, attended a homeschool conference when our youngest was probably three or four. So I know like at least a year before we would have started homeschooling. And at that point, I was pretty sure we were going to homeschool, but the conference is what really sold my husband on it. And he's like, yep, this sounds like a great idea. We're going to do it. So, yeah, so <laughs> we've always, always thought about it since then um, and then obviously started it. And as far as like high school, my husband has always kind of been like, let's just kind of see how it goes because it just feels like yeah. that much of a bigger jump. And uh, so next year mm-hmm. will be our first year with a high schooler and we're going to give it a whirl. And I really do think it's, it's going to be a good season for us. So see how it goes. Yeah. I think it will be absolutely fine. I think you worry about it more before you get mm-hmm. there. And then when you get there, you just, you just figure it out. Like you have the whole time. Yeah, And it just seems like the natural and- next step for us. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like this huge thing. Right. That's good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What do we do now? (laughs) Okay. So homeschooling has allowed your kids to expand on their unique talents and interests and passions. And they have some very creative ones. If you want to share about any of those. And I also am curious how you encourage that. And how you encourage them to pursue those things? Yeah, good questions. Uh, so my kids definitely have a lot of um, maybe more unique hobbies, you might say. Um, but one thing that we've always, from the time our kids were little, is our, we've always wanted our kids to kind of, when they leave home, whenever that might be, to kind of know what, what it is they want to do. And we realized that they may not be at that point when they're ready to leave home and that's okay. But we both were, Mm -hmm. we both went to college, we got our degrees. And yet when we were done, we both still kind of didn't really know what we wanted to do. Or we weren't, we had this degree that for me, my biology, I have a degree in biology, but I couldn't really do anything with it unless I wanted to go on for more schooling. And I was done. I just wanted to be done at that point. And so <laughs> we just really, really want to help our kids be able to figure it out who it is they are, how they've been created, what their skills and talents are, so they can kind of have more of a direction and they feel like they kind of know where it is they want to go when they're done. So that's kind of been our goal. Sure. So when we see them kind of leaning towards certain things, then we try to help them lean into that a little bit more and figure out if this is really what they want to do or, and you know, if not fine, then you can steer them a different direction. But our, our oldest has almost always been interested in plants. And uh, so when we were younger, when he was younger, we started a garden at our house and we've done that for a long time. And now he's really the main gardener and he works at a garden center and he, he loves it. And he just loves raising plants mm-hmm. and wants to, have his own land to be able to raise even more when he's older. 
And then a couple years ago, he got into um, chickens. And I honestly, looking back, I'm not sure where the interest came from. I think there were some friends that we had <laughs> that raised chickens, but I don't know. But he was like, Mom, I want to have chickens. And I was like, really? We live in town. But we decided to let him try it. And it's been so good for him. And to just think of all of the, the life lessons that he's learning from this and letting him really dive into taking care of his own animals. And he's like, Oh, he takes very good he care does. of those chickens. They are his babies. They really are. And right now he's got one that he's trying to figure out like what the issue is with this particular bird. So figure, trying to figure out how to diagnose things and care for them and like just all of that life learning that's going on. And so, if you look at it, like you could mm -hmm. say, okay, I could have written a curriculum for him to figure all this out, but he's just doing it because this is what he loves to do. In his spare time, he likes to read about chickens and he even gets a chicken magazine subscription because this is what he loves. <laughs> now, had you told me that like That's fantastic. years ago, I had no idea, but I'm loving that this is what it is he loves to do. So, and then we're trying mm -hmm. to do that, figure out with our other kids, our <laughs> next child, as one of his friends says, is really good at weird stuff. And so <laughs> it sounds funny, but he loves to unicycle and he loves to ripstick and he loves That's... to polo. And he picked it up he so did. fast. He just has this uncanny balancing ability. Um, and this last weekend, uh, we had a friend come over. And show him and my husband how to do some electrical wiring. And my 11-year-old just wired our basement. The whole room. By himself. <gasps> wow. Like he just, if his mind is on it, he will get the project done if it's something he's interested in. And he kept his dad up late all weekend. Like, yeah, dad, we got to do this. Come on. And it was just so fun <laughs> to watch that persistence coming through in that. So, and then our next. It is, awesome. but I, I love that we have like the free time to be able to do that. Uh, one of the things we've talked about with my yep. oldest and like even talking about, would you ever want to go to public school? And he's like, but mom, when would I have time to do all this other stuff? So, I think that's the big key is just giving them yes. time, giving them the space and the resources to be able to do those sorts of things. And they love it. So that's cool. That kind of goes into it kind of covers somewhat of my next question. How do you juggle the four kids at four different grade levels and include like they may not all need equal amounts of attention, but how do you ensure they're getting the attention that they yeah, need? Yeah, I think that's always a struggle. Educa with education wise, we can that? focus on. We can focus on education and homeschooling wise. Yeah, well, I mean, want. it's always a juggle. It's to give all four kiddos the attention they need. And I feel like different kids need it in different ways. And you can probably attest to that with your own four kiddos that what works for your oldest doesn't work for your next ones. And you're oh, definitely, for sure. I think it's a learning as you go sort of game. Um, so, as far as schooling, what we found for right now anyway works uh, in this change as they get older again is um, in the morning the after breakfast the first thing we do is we do the subjects that we can do together and so for us that happens to be our bible time and a read aloud like this year we've been reading through the chronicles of narnia so we're 
getting close to the end of that series okay. and we're excited about that. Um, and then we also do our miss or our, our history together. And sometimes we'll do like just some trivia or some fun, silly stuff together. And then um, we do a mystery. Cool. I always want to say mystery instead of history because the history we use is called the mystery of history. So getting <laughs> mixed up, but uh, we do history on Mondays and Wednesdays and then science together on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so as our oldest has Very gotten nice. older, he is doing his own science, but I do the science together with the three youngers. So, and then that's, awesome when you can yeah, do I like together. it and it's not always perfect like you know they don't the youngest doesn't always sit still as long as the oldest would like or sometimes the youngest gets bored of listening to a chapter book so then we'll switch to doing picture books for a few days and the oldest doesn't yeah. like that but I I feel like it's good for them to try to work that out and do some things together and then we divide up and then pretty much the rest of the morning my oldest works on his own unless he needs some help from me and then I'll help him Otherwise, I have some things that I do together with all the other kids. And I try to focus. I learned a long time ago, it's easier to focus and do the work with the youngest that needs my help first. And then let her do her stuff on her own. Mm -hmm. Because the youngest will constantly pester until they get that time with mom. And I found that to be the case whenever, whichever kid I had was my youngest. It's just always the youngest needed that time. And so... That's just worked for us to always do the youngest school first and then work up the oldest. So I would agree. Or that if I don't do it with him first, yeah. I'm not going to get yeah, him that's back. The case too. Like so, he'll be playing or whatever he's doing. I'm like, oh, it's right. your turn. Heck no. <laughs> Sorry, mom, I'm already busy. <laughs> just do you. Yes. Yes. And then outside of school, one thing we've found, and we are not perfect at this, but one thing we've tried to do is to do like a date night with our kids. And so we'll take a turn. Ideally, we would do this once a week, but it doesn't work out that way. And then we usually go through like a, a season where we don't do it much at all. But um, we try to take one kid out with mom one week and then one kid out with dad the next week and just kind of have some fun together. So well, very it's nice. a little bit more challenging right now, but uh, we've just gone through the drive through and gotten an ice cream cone and sit in the car at the park and just visit. And it seems to work, too. Yeah. And you still get some time. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, switching gears just a touch and more into the reading aspect. I'm wondering how you encourage reading, not only for your kids and being an Usborne consultant, and um, sharing with other people, but also encourage reading for adults, basically anyone. Because a lot of times, some people like to read, they just don't feel it's important enough, or they don't have the time, and it gets just pushed off. But yeah. how do you encourage reading? Uh, I think sometimes it is tougher for adults than it is for kids, because we feel like there's so many other things on our plate. Um, but one of the things I tell, especially parents yep. now, is that you have to remember that you're being a role model to your kids. And so if you tell your kids, hey, you need to be reading, but you're not modeling it for them, then it's just like any other thing that you're telling them. Like yep. if you're yelling at your kids not to yell, well, they're going to be yelling right back at you because you're yelling. So if you want your kids <laughs> to be reading, then you have to model it. And I 
I get that we're busy and it's not like I spend afternoons just reading because I don't, but I do try. Um, I find it's helpful for my brain and for me in general, if I can sit down for even 10 minutes before I go to bed and read just to occupy my brain in some sort of quiet activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to read the news, so I can't read that right before bed. So I'll read that in the morning. Um, <laughs> or things like that. Sure. No, <laughs> don't no, read, don't read that thing. before I'll bed. What's on your mind? Uh, but I, yeah. So for adults, the other thing is for both adults and kids, especially if you're not prone to enjoying reading, it's finding something that you do like. So for some adults, that might be the news. And a newspaper is definitely fine reading. If that's what you enjoy reading, that is reading. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's how-to books, then that's great. If it's a fiction book, sometimes it just helps get your mind off of things. And what I'm learning with my kids in reading fiction books is helping them, like, learn what other characters or people go through and then being able to apply those kinds of good characteristics or problem-solving skills to your own life Um, or talking about, well, this person, would you make the same kind of choice they did knowing what the outcome would be um, or like right, like right now we're reading a book and they, they had to make a choice. And so before we read in the book, wh- what happens with that choice, what the result is, then I t- get to talk to my kids and say, what do you think is going to happen? And would you make the same choice? Why or why not? So it just helps you to be able to think about things. I think. I agree. I agree. Cool. Let's see here. Okay, so have you always loved reading As far reading as that I can much? remember, I don't remember my mom reading to me as a kid. She says she did, so I'm sure that she did. Um, just I was little enough. I guess I don't remember. But I do remember, um, do you remember getting those scholastic flyers as a kid that you got set from school? And my yes. mom would always order me books out of that. Like almost anything I picked up, my mom would order. And I yes. get this big stack of books. And then I loved that. That was such a treat. And then uh, going to the library. I loved going to the library as a kid and still like going as an adult. So, yeah, as long as I can remember, I've enjoyed reading. That's cool. Yeah, library. I like going to the library now. I don't remember going to the library a whole lot as a kid. But I think I actually read more now than I did as a kid. It's become more fun versus a, well and you have a such a great chore. library to get to go to both for you and your kids so. yes yes it's a very nice library um so I want you to take a minute and expand you know your passion for reading has led you into being an usborn consultant and I don't know that we even did we identify what that was <laughs> I don't know if we did that let let's 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 share what that is because that's a really yeah, good match it has for you. been um a few years ago well I've been with Usborne Books and more about four and a half years so about that time we had just moved to a new community about a few months before that and I was looking for a job preferably I could do from home and happened to get invited to a friend's uh, book party online and I was like wow this is something I can do from home it it features my passion for books and reading and something I can do um, where I don't have to leave the kids with somebody else. And so it just seemed to work out really well. So Usborne Books and More is a company 
Um, we are based out of the U.S., but we feature books from all over the world, uh, primarily from England with with Usborne okay. Publishing. And then the Anne Moore part is uh, Kane Miller Publishing. And so they tend to feature books from all over. A lot of our authors are from Australia. Some are from the States. Uh, we've had some from Japan. And um, I remember one from Israel. So they tend to feature a wide diversity of, of books wow. that way. They're good books. They're good books to yes, use within homeschooling as well. we use a lot well. of them for our school. I like a lot of the nonfiction and the, they just, they appeal to kids. And that was the whole design. I didn't know when I started, but the idea behind the book started in the 70s with the founder, uh, Peter Osborne. And he started them because he saw television was becoming more and more popular for kids at that point. And he wanted something that could specifically mm -hmm. compete with television for kids' attention. And I think he's done that. So it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Um, what is it? That yeah. periodic table yeah. book with the flip charts or the flip. Owen will sit down and read that for hours. And he, like, Owen is a kid that can read and he basically absorbs the information. So he'll be talking about metals and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where did you learn this? <laughs> Yeah, that book. one of my daughters loves the flat book for look inside your body. And so she will just randomly spout off these different facts. And I'm like, where did you get that? Yeah. Well, I read it in the flip book, mom. Awesome. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, in I love it when kids you pick gave. up information from reading on their own. And when they are um, actually, you know, it's their own idea to sit down and read a book. Mom's not saying you have to read this for an assignment. You have to do this. But when they just pick up a book and read it and. When it's fascinating enough to kids to do that, you know, it's a good book. Yep. Yep. So at this point, we're almost done. I'm wondering if you have anything else you want to share with other moms, whether it be silly or serious or words of inspiration or a joke oh, or. That's, that's good. That's tough. My brain is trying to think through all the different possibilities. <laughs> no, I, know. <laughs> I know you already you did share at the beginning like depending on the season and and what you are able to spend on time for yourself I know that you yeah. you said that so too, um so. I think think maybe the biggest thing I would say is like don't let the hard days defeat you and get you down um uh, I just put a post up on Facebook today and um, so it's, it was kind of a bittersweet day yesterday. We finished our phonics book with my youngest child. And so we started that phonics book when my oldest was in kindergarten and every kid has gone through that book. And so I was just cool. reminded, um, and I put this in the post, but I was reminded how each kid went through that book differently. Like a couple of them, they just flew through it. They wanted to read like pages and pages a day because they were so excited to learn how to read. One we got like five words in he was good mom this is so dumb I don't want to read I'm gonna find a job where I don't have to read I can remember so many days of him telling me that and I'd be so frustrated <laughs> like are we ever gonna get through this um and then you know he took like five years to get through that book and the others would take like two or three years um so each kid goes through life at their own pace and I yeah. If you had told me that as a brand new mom, I'd have been like, no way I can make my kid do this and they will do this and they'll do it on my schedule. And 
if I've learned anything as a mom, it's that you you have very little control oh. over your children. You obviously mold them and you help direct them and you you're if you're a wise mom, you're help pointing them in the right directions for things, obviously, and you're getting help where they need help. But ultimately they are their own person and they're going to go their own way. You as a mom mm-hmm. need to help train and direct that in good ways. But if they're not quite ready for this certain thing, whether it be reading, whether it be potty training if they're little, whether it be something else as they're older, they will get there. It just may not be what you as a mom think ahead of time mm-hmm. the schedule is going to be like, but they will get there. There may be tears and frustration along the way. There may be lots of joy along the way. It's hard <laughs> to say, you know. Um, just keep just keep training, just keep directing. Just keep praying for your kids that they'll get the right direction and keep doing what you need to do as a as a mom and I think it will it will turn out well. Don't give up hope on them. That's so true and that's so good. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. gonna end with a would you rather. Okay, so would you rather be stuck reading the same book. Oh, same. Sorry, I wrote down three. Would you rather be stuck reading the same three books for an entire year, or having no physical books but as many audio? Oh my books goodness, as you want? that is a tough one, because I'm not an audio book person, but I'm very much a give me a real book. But at the same time, I like variety. Um, boy, but I can be a slow reader. <laughs> So if they were three really good books, I think I would take the three books. Because, yeah, I would just read them over and over again. But they'd have to be three really good books. It's, yeah. it's definitely different to have a physical yeah. book than and to listen to it. So they are you different. had to choose. Well, you know, I probably along the same lines, give me three good books. Give me three books that I would like to read and I read them this again. But uh, <laughs> I'm not a real fast reader myself. Well, maybe you'd be good. For <laughs> it might take me a while. <laughs> maybe I would keep having this goal. I'm going I'm to get through this book in a week. Three weeks later, I'm like a fourth <laughs> of the way in through it. I'm like, I'm going to get through That's why libraries have renewals, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yes. I use that frequently. Frequently. Oh, my goodness. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing your time and energy and your experiences with us. And uh, I hope you have you an too. excellent afternoon. Yeah. And I'm stay dry. Stay inside today, so we're good. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Okay. You too. You take care. Bye. Bye.